0: Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church, and I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing? I'm good, Rick. How are you? Well, doing good. I just watched the Modern Family finale last night. I know you don't watch that. I watch it. It's one of the most popular shows on TV. There we go. Well, let me tell you what happened. So last night, the two, there were two gay, two gay guys, and it was their wedding. That was the big season finale. And so the, the question comes up, is it okay to go to your gay friend's wedding? Uh,
1: First of all, let me say this, I'm, I'm glad the way the question is phrased that a believer who genuinely wants to follow Christ has friends who happen to have as their struggle homosexuality. I love the fact that believers have friends who aren't all abiding with Jesus Christ. I wouldn't have companions, I wouldn't have people I do business with that are committed to not following Christ, but we ought to be friends to all people. Jesus was a friend of sinners, he wasn't a companion of sinners. Okay, When you're a companion of somebody, you are communicating implicit approval of what they're doing. I can lock arms with you and affirm what you're doing, and I'm, I'm going to fellowship with you, koinia, do business with you. And Jesus would never do business with anybody who's involved in behavior that is destructive to them. He would get in their business in a very loving, powerful way and speak the truth to them. That's what Jesus did. So I think you have to ask yourself this question. I'm going to expand it, in fact, because let's just take it outside of homosexuality. Let's just say, is it okay to go to the wedding of my son or daughter or friend's son or daughter where they're marrying somebody that wisdom, Scripture, would not have them marry? In other words, uh, what we would call a mixed-faith marriage, where a person who professes Christ is marrying somebody who is an agnostic or who is a Buddhist or who is a, a Hindu. All right, And I would tell you that um, you have to really ask yourself, what does your presence communicate? I think people invite individuals to weddings because they want them to share in the joy and the celebration of that day. All right? I'm not even going to get into whether or not there is such a thing as a gay marriage. That's another day, another conversation. But when people are getting together to celebrate a relationship that God says is destructive to a person, I I would tell them, I don't want my presence to confuse you. Okay, the Bible says this, love is patient, love is kind, love does not boast and is not arrogant, love does not act unbecomingly, is not provoked, doesn't seek its own, does not take into account a wrong suffered, love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Now listen, if Jesus is my Lord and King, and I love what he loves, and he says that is not righteous, any of those scenarios that I communicated before, it would not be loving for me to be there to rejoice in you at the celebration of that relationship which Jesus says is not good. And so I would go to that person. and say it grieves me that I can't participate in something that you think is life-giving, but what would grieve me even more is if I did something that would confuse you that what you're doing is going to lead to life. I think it's going to lead to even more trouble and more sadness. Isaiah 520 says this, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light, and light for darkness, okay, and so we don't want to do that, and if our presence in any way um, communicates approval, I think we've got to step out, and we got to let them know it's because we love them, and I love the fact that this question is rooted in the idea of a friendship. One last thing, what about if you don't go to the wedding, but they want to come visit you over Christmas? What I wouldn't want you guys to do, my uh, let's just say if I've got a family member who's living immorally and he comes home with his girlfriend. My son would come home with a girlfriend who he's living with. I don't think I'd just put him in his room and just say, you guys, they have at it while you're here. I know what you're doing and I love you. I would just say, while you're here, I'm going to ask that you abstain from that kind of behavior in my house where I have a responsibility for what goes on here. If they say, we'd rather stay in a hotel, I'd say, that's, that's, that's your choice. I love you and because I love you, I can't rejoice in a behavior that I think is going to be destructive to you. And so you're going to make the choice not to stay here. But I'm going to make the choice to ask you to not participate in things while you're here that are destructive, okay? In the same way that if you see me yelling at your mom, you see me raising my voice and being impatient, I don't want you to endure that because you love me. I want you to carefully and, um, and kindly reprove me. So can you go to a wedding where somebody is uh, entering into a relationship that the Bible says is going to be destructive and a source of sadness, I would say you can't if in any way your being there communicates approval. And I, for me, I would tell you that that's what I think a wedding is for. They typically say that, almost old, old wedding ceremonies say, we're here as family and friends before God together to enter into this and to be here as witnesses of this covenant relationship and to support them in their fulfillment of that public profession of their intention. So there you go.
0: Good stuff. Well, hey, we hope that helps, and we know that that is a prayerful thing, that you need to continue to pray for your friend and love them well. Thank you for checking out this week's Real Truth Real Quick, and we will see you next week.